brought to you by the Every Dollar app. Start budgeting for free today. We're going to Courtney, who's joining us in Raleigh, North Carolina. Courtney, how can we help? Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, so we just um, completed a very significant home repair, a very unexpected for about $270,000. Oh, my what gosh. Hold the phone. What Did was it this? burn down and you rebuilt it? <laughs> um, we were actually victims of fraud. Um, oh, no. There was significant water damage, termite damage, um, a, lot of, a lot of issues that were hidden. Oh, so they and, sold you a house uh, that was just a disaster and you didn't know it. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Oh my gosh! But two hundred seventy grand. Did you just gut this thing down to the studs and start over? Basically, yeah. Oh, bless your heart! Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you have no recourse here. Uh, we actually do. Um, we are pursuing that path, um, but we are of the mindset that we are in control of our destiny, and so um, like we want to, you know, consider any levers that we can pull to accelerate getting out of this mess. Um, we were lucky to be able to cash flow about $150,000 of it, um, but we had to take out some um, some loans, a 401k loan and a home equity loan um, to just get through it. Mm. So my question is, um, should we sell the house and be able to accelerate um, this mess by um, probably a year, year and a half? So what is your total consumer debt? Put the the home equity loan aside, the four hundred one k loan aside. What do you have any other consumer debt? We do. So we did stupid and went to um, buy two cars before all of this, before knowing anything about the house. So um, we have a student loan for nine grand, and then two cars for forty five grand. So a total of about fifty four in consumer debt, in addition to the four hundred one k loan and the home equity. Okay, and what is remaining on the four hundred one k loan, the home equity loan? Uh, Twelve thousand on the four hundred one k loan, and ninety seven thousand on the HELOC. Is that on top of your mortgage? Yes. Oh dear lord. Okay, what's left on the mortgage? Uh, Three hundred and fifty thousand. And what's your household income? Um, it's about two hundred thousand. Okay, good. We've got a good shovel to work yeah. with here. But goodness gracious, mm-hmm. we've got a pile of debt. So what could this house sell for now that you fixed it up? I imagine you did not ROI in the least bit on this. We did not. Um, we weren't even considering selling it at that time. But we um, met with our realtor, and he thinks we can get 600 for it. Okay. So you sell it for 600 You get rid of the 401k loan, the home equity loan, the mortgage. You, you'd get rid of all of your debt completely and still have a little mm-hmm. bit left over to start with, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. I, selling a home is a last-ditch effort for me, but this feels like one of those situations where I go, you guys aren't going to be able to breathe at night. And I imagine the emotional mm-hmm. turmoil you've experienced just rebuilding this place, it's kind of giving you the ick. It is, especially my husband. I think there's more so, the mathematics makes sense behind it. I think we're just dealing with the emotional side of should we sell it and just move on. I mean, does he resent the house? Because I resent this house, and I've only known about it for four <laughs> minutes. He very much resents. Okay, this house. then I I almost always agree with George, and that's going to swell his head. 
I disagree that this is last ditch in this situation. I think this is option A. I would sell the house. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Clean slate. Yeah. It's been a massive pain in their rear. It's just nightmarish, as you say, to try to dig out of this. They can. But why not just get free and clear of it all? And if you got to rent for a year, uh, or you got an income where you can get up a nice down payment, you go into it fresh and you go, we learned a lot. And this is one of those, mm-hmm. sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. And they don't lose if they sell and they get out. And they're so much more educated, but they're free of all of this. Uh, yeah. I, I well, don't the, know, The George. hardest part is going to be freeing yourselves of the guilt, the shame, the stupid tax, the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. All of that is going to be the hardest part. The numbers we can deal with. You guys have a great income. You can clear your debt and still walk away with probably, what, 50 grand? Mm-hmm. I would do it tonight. And then we'll restart. I'd have a sign in the yard like within five minutes of this phone call <laughs> if it were me. Uh, this is okay. a no-brainer. Is that where you all were leaning before you called? Uh, yes, because the home can no longer give us what we want. We bought it before having kids, and now we oh. have a daughter, and the location just isn't, you know, there, there's not a lot of younger families in our area, so... Um, now there's it's extra great reason. for what it is. Yeah. But it, this is one of many yeah, reasons. Courtney, can, for the benefit of the audience, can you explain how this fraud happened? Did you not get an inspection? How did you get swindled here? We did have an inspection. It was a result of flippers um, coming in and flipping the property. They had done some work on it, um, but we later found out that they did not do honest work on it and really tried to spend as little as possible to just make sure it didn't, um, it didn't, you know, fall down before the sale. Um, so, but the inspector caught nothing. The inspector was like, this house is in tip top shape. Go for it. Yes. The inspector Mm -hmm. needs to be sued at this point. That's insane. Have you gotten back in touch with the Mm -hmm. inspector and said, here's what we had to do? We have. Yes. What did they have to say about it? They've pretty much thrown their hands in the air and said that they're not liable. Is it stuff that they couldn't see in the general inspection, meaning behind drywall? So you discovered it only when you started doing some renovations. Yeah, pulling back the siding and realizing what was underneath it. Okay, uh, not to defend the the inspector, but Stacy and I had this happen in the home we're in now. George, you've been there. That front room, we were putting shelves in and... And so we saw some mold on the drywall underneath some trim. And so not everything can be seen like that. So, again, not trying to defend the inspector, but sometimes that can happen. There was a leak uh, where rainwater was getting in in a small crevice in an area of brick up against the house. Anyway, the point is that can happen. I'm so sorry, Courtney. But, uh, hey, listen, I'm glad that that they can get out of it. So thanks for the call. No matter what you want to do with your money, it starts with a budget. Stop overspending. Save more and create the life you really want with every dollar. Download in the App Store or go to everydollar.com to start for free.